Today's Sicha is on Parshas Toldos, and it's a very, it's a Sicha where, Rashi, where the Rebbe again analyzes a Rashi. It's uh, a shorter um, talk than, uh, than many are, and it's also a very interesting analyzation of um, a calculation of years that uh, Rashi mentions to us that Yitzchak makes, uh, that Isaac makes. Um, and the Rebbe, uh, very with great ingenuity, actually reshapes what Rashi is actually telling us and the calculation is Ra- that Rashi is making for us to really understand the, uh, uh, the insight Rashi is offering us in a completely different way than one would normally understand what Rashi is saying. So let's, uh, let's jump right in. The, the, the Torah portion says that, that Yitzchak, the second of our forefathers, says, I don't know the day of my death. Now earlier it mentions that he says, I'm getting old. And, and, he, and then he says, I don't know the, the day of my death. And so Rashi comments on these words, I don't know the day of my death. And he says, Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha says, now I'm going to precede a, uh, a, a question uh, by reminding you that whenever Rashi sa- quotes the person who says the quote, the very mentioning of the person's name is adding insight into um, Rashi's commentary. Otherwise, Rashi understands the commentary to be what the verse is saying and therefore doesn't feel it's necessary to actually quote the person. So Rabbi Shua ben Karcha says, If someone reaches the age of his parents, then he should begin to worry, either five years before or five years after the passing of one's parents. And Yitzchak, who was 123 years old now, he said, maybe I reached the peric, the period of my mother. She passed away at the age of 127. So now I'm already less than five years uh, within her age of passing. Um, and therefore, I need to worry about maybe my time is coming. Therefore, I don't know the day of my death. Maybe it is going to follow the lifespan of my mother. Maybe the life, lifespan of my father. So being that I'm within five years of the lifespan of my mother's death, therefore, I am, I'm, I'm being concerned about death. That's what Rashi explains to us. So the Rebbe asks, why the need to explain, um, I don't know um, the day of my death. When, when Yitzchak himself said, he needs a kanti, behold, I am old. Yitzchak already mentioned that he's old. So when someone's old, they think about death. That's on their mind. Why does, what is bothering Rashi with the words, I don't know the day of my death, that he feels the need to give us this explanation that once you reach within five years of the passing of either of your parents, you should begin to, um, to worry that your time may be coming. Number one. Number two is what I already alluded to, and that is why is Rashi mentioning the one who says this teaching, which is Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha, one of the great sages. So um, if we look back a little bit, um, in the previous Torah portion, it says, that God blessed Isaac. God blessed him. And Rashi says 
that Avraham, his father, was who was given the power of, to bless, was concerned about blessing Yitzchak because he, he was able to see into the future that his son Esav, Esau would be uh, would, would go into a, in a bad direction. So therefore, he was concerned about blessing his son Yitzchak. So therefore, he said. So Avram therefore said, "Yavo bal habrachos, let the source of all blessings come, and bless whoever he sees fit in his eyes." So, so therefore, the verse says, Then in fact, God then came and he blessed Yitzchak. Because God said, yes, I will bless who I believe I should bless, and that is Yitzchak. So Yitzchak had a blessing. Um, and he had a blessing, not just a blessing, he had a blessing from God directly. From the Baal HaBrachos, the source of all blessings. So, if he had a blessing, then surely he would live until the, life, the, the lifespan of his mother of 127 years. In other words... Both of his parents also had a blessing, where the Torah tells us that they were both blessed. And, and both of them lived more than 123 years. So we see that when so, so we already see a precedent that when someone has a blessing of God, which is associated with long life, which is a part of, surely a part of the blessing that was included from uh, God, that, that, that is arguably the most important blessing a person can get. So, and both of his parents who had a blessing from God both lived at least till 127 because his mother passed at 127. Uh, his father passed at 175. Avram passed at 175, as we'll discuss at length in a few minutes. Um, so then Yitzchak should have been sure, I also have a blessing that I don't have to worry of five years before my mother's death because I also have God's blessing. So, so Rashi explains... So therefore, Rashi comes and says, so why was Yitzchak worried if he had a blessing? Because there's a concept that within five years of the passing of your parents, one should can be concerned about their death. And this was what he meant when he said, Behold, I am old. I don't know the day of my death. When he said, I am old, the, the definition of old to him was that I'm within five years of the passing of, my, um, of, the, parent who, 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 uh, of the first parent of mine who passed away. So that's why he said, I'm old. His definition of old was the fact that he was within five years of his mother's death. And therefore he said, I don't know when I'm going to die. Um, so, uh, so, so this concept is what raised his concern. Now, the interesting thing is, we know that Yitzchak ultimately lived until the ripe old age of 180 so how does this fit in with what actually, what actually played out? So this is why Rashi comes and says that whether your father or your mother, five years before or after, one should be concerned that they're going to pass away. In other words, so therefore, the first one, one of the younger of his parents to pass away with his mother. And you have to be concerned not only five years after your, mother, uh, your parents passing, but also five years before. And that's the reason why, even though he, in fact, ultimately did live till 180, when he hit 123, he was concerned. But we're still, we're still left with a, a question here. When God gives someone a blessing, if you get a bracha from Hashem, um, it surely, as I, as I mentioned a moment ago, um, is also includes a blessing of, of a longer life. So amongst, when you get a blessing from God, you're blessed. Blessed adds, it will touch many facets of one's life. Surely it's touching the facet of, of, of length of life. And surely that one will now live, now that he has a blessing, he will live longer than his natural life. 
That means that there is a time allotted to every single person, and that's the exact lifespan that we live. There are some extenuating circumstances that can affect that, but that is not common. But one of those extenuating circumstances would be a blessing from God. And Yitzchak had that blessing. So, um, so therefore, he would live longer than natural. So natural would be within five years of his parents. But now that he has a blessing, you would think he would, be, he would live longer than natural. Um, so why, in fact... So now we have a question. The end result was that Yitzchak lived till 180. That was five years beyond his father. We just discussed that one, one's lifespan is very often, or, or commonly, in, uh, based on this concept, commonly within five years of one's parent. Now, if his father, Avram, passed away at 175, and here, now he's at 180, he's within five years of his parent. That's what we would expect. Shouldn't he have lived longer if he also had the blessing of God? That means beyond what we would expect based on this, this natural concept. Number one, that's one question. Another question is, if uh, 123 would have been the earliest he, he would have passed away naturally because it was within five years of the passing of his mother, um, with a bracha, a blessing from God, he would have lived longer than 123. So why worry at 123? Worry at least at 124. But even, even more than that, if you have God's blessing, so the earliest you'd pass away is five years before your young, your, the, the, the first of your parents who passed away. That would be the age of 123. But now he has the blessing of God that extends his life. So why is he worrying at 123? So here's how the rabbi begins to explain the, the calculation. Rashi is making it a completely different way than we would normally understand it. Avram and, by Avram, regarding Avram and Sarah, the, the Torah says that before they gave birth to Yitzchak, right before they gave birth to Yitzchak, they, before she conceived, it says, they were coming in their days. Uh, at that time, which means that they had, they were coming in their days, they had lived full lives. Which, and at that time, we know that Avram was 100 years old, and Sarah was 90. That's all they were when, they, in fact, um, they had their son Yitzchak. And so why did they live longer if they already bought in by Yomim? They already had a full days at the age of 100 and, and, and at the age of 90. Because they were blessed by Hashem. So they lived longer to, to, due to the blessing. So their real natural age of, uh, of death, of passing, would have been 90 and 100 when they already lived complete lives, as the Torah tells us. But then Hashem had blessed them, so therefore they lived longer. Sarah lived another 37 years till 127. Avram lived another 75 years till 175. So um, that, that would mean that the longest, that based on nature, the oldest Yitzchak, their son, would live, would be five years more than his older parent, according to their natural lifespan. So that would be Avram, he lives a full life at the age of 100. That's before God's blessing. Which means that Yitzchak would say, 105, I'm five years beyond my father, and now I really need to be concerned, surely need to be concerned about death. Because when, when Rashi uh, quotes this quote, and he says that one should be concerned, which should worry, um, when he becomes, comes within five years, either before or after, Pirkei Avosav, the period of his parents. Pirkei Avosav means the natural period of his parents. The time that was allotted to them. 
a parak means a, 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 a segment of life that was allotted to them. What ended up happening? So Yitzchak um, at 105 naturally should have passed away. Because it's five years after his father Avram's natural life of 100 years. He ends up living until 180. That means he lives 75 years more than he, than he would have lived naturally. And it's the exact same as his father. Because his father was supposed to pass away naturally at 100. What, how old was Avram when he passed away? 175. He also lived 75 years longer because of a blessing from God. So Yitzchak said, he said to himself, my mother lives a full life at 90. That was her allotted time. God blessed her, so she lived until 127. So she had an extra 37 years. My, if my mother was supposed to pass away at 90, then the earliest time I need to be concerned about death is at 85, five years before my parent, on, uh, uh, based on nature, on a natural lifespan. If I add 37 years to 85, right, which is the amount of years my mother was blessed with through the blessing of God, if I add 30, so if I, if I, Isaac, Yitzchak, also add 37 years to 85, where does that take you to? 122. So he says I should live 122 years even with the blessing of God. So therefore, when he was 123, he began to worry. That's where the number 123 comes from. He began to worry because his mother had a natural life of 90 years, a, a, a blessed life of, of another 37 years. So Yitzchak said, at 85, I've reached the minimum of my natural life within five years of my mother. If, and I'm, I'm also, I've, I also have a blessing from God that adds 37 years that takes me to 122. So once I completed 122 years and I turned 123, I am concerned about, uh, about death. Now, there's another little issue over here. And the other little issue is that we are told um, that Avram passed away five years prematurely. He was really supposed to pass away at 180 as well. But he passed away at 175 because um, Hashem said, I don't want Avram to see his grandson Esau, Esau uh, go in the, ba- the, the, the negative path he's going to take. And I promised Avram that he would uh, die beseva toiva, in a, in a, that, his, that his passing will be in a, in, in a good time, in a good period of his life. So therefore, um, Hashem um, ended Avram's life at 175, which means Avram was really supposed to live until 180, which means that Yitzchak could have lived till 185, five years beyond his father's lifespan. So maybe he should have lived until 185. So in order to explain this, Rashi says, Omar Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha. He quotes Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha because by mentioning Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha's name, we get an insight into understanding why even though Yitzchak technically should have lived till 185 because his father was really meant to live until 180. And we see he in fact lived five years beyond his father, but, he owned, but even though he should have lived till 185, he only lived till 180. And that's because of something we learned from Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha. What is that? In the, in the Talmud, in the Gemara, we find that numerous, um, n- numerous of the uh, Tanoim, they mention, the Tanaic sages, they mention, uh, the, the Talmud asks, for, for people who, who live long, these rabbis who live very long, the Talmud asks, with what did you attain um, old age? Why were you blessed with, with, with old age? And each one of them gives a different mitzvah that they were very scrupulous about, and in the merit of that mitzvah, they lived a long age. 
Interestingly, fascinatingly, Rabbi Yishuv ben Karcha was, uh, is asked, and he says, in all of my days, I never gazed at the face of a wicked person. And he was essentially saying that when a person actually looks at a wicked person, the, the, the fact that one is exposing themselves to the face of a wicked person actually impacts the length of their life. Fascinating thing. So, and, and, he, and he's expressing that by saying that the reason why I lived a long life is I never looked, I never gazed at the face of a wicked person. By looking at a wicked person in Russia, our years are diminished. So Yitzchak, Avram, never saw Esav. But Yitzchak, he, he, he raised Esav. Esav was his son. So, so he, he saw, he gazed at Arusha's face um, very often. And even though he didn't necessarily know that Esav was a wicked person because his son used to fool him. Um, but the very fact that he saw a face which was in fact Arusha diminished his years. From, and diminished his years from passing away close to his father's age to passing away exactly at his father's age. What does that mean? Avram passed away at 175, but he was meant to pass away at 180. Yitzchak passed away at 180, the same age as his father. He didn't get the extra five years. And he didn't get the extra five years because his years were diminished because he saw the face of a Russian. And now the Rebbe does what he always does at the end of a talk. He makes sure to teach us the Hayra'a. Torah, the word Torah, Torah, is, is, is a, uh, a derivative of the word Horah, which means a lesson, because the Torah is one instruction book for every single one of us. So the Rebbe says, what is the hira, what is the lesson, the instruction that we get from this? Yitzchak's fear of dying at 123 was a concern he would pass away five years less than the, the, than, um, the natural years of his, of his uh, he, five, five years less than his mother. Um, and um, Yitzchak, we see, he was making calculations over here about when he might be passing away. He's very calculated. And he, was, and, he, and, and he calculated exactly the earliest possible time he might pass away. And that's when he began worrying about death. We know that Yitzchak, our forefathers, each had a different overriding characteristic which defined their personality. And these three characteristics of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, correspond to the first three emotions, uh, which are the primary emotions that, um, I- that exist within every, every uh, person's soul. And they are chesed, that's kindness, and there's gevura, which is severity, strictness, and then there's rachamim, compassion, which is a blend of uh, kindness and strictness. So you have a blend of that, and that's, how, that, that's what creates compassion. So Avram was kindness. Yitzchak was strictness. Yaakov was compassion. So Yitzchak was what? Yitzchak was strictness. Strictness with strictness, which we, in Hebrew we call gevura. Um, strictness is someone who's calculated. Everything is defined. Everything is structured. It's not, it's not uh, freely expansive. Kindness is expansive. That's what kindness comes from. People have an expansive spirit. They are very kind. When people are not expansive, they're much more, they're disciplined, right? They are calculated. Uh, they analyze. They, um, how much do you deserve? Someone who is, comes from the attribute of kindness, like Avram, gives abundantly without question. Someone who comes from strictness is calculating. 
So Yitzchak, being that he is nature is Gevura, he looked at things in a measured way. And therefore, um, therefore, he made this very strict calculation. What we learned from this is that if we look at how Yitzchak conducted himself in relation to himself, we can see that he was very calculated here. But for another person, we also see in Yitzchak's behavior just the opposite. When it came to another person, there was no limitation. He was extremely expansive. Because when he gave blessings, as he gave to his sons, Yaakov, and then to Esau, he said, um, what did he say? From the dew of the heaven and from the fats of the earth. He blessed them with tremendous, tremendous abundance. The best of the heaven and the best of the earth. In fact, when, Moshe, when Yaakov, Jacob, blesses his, the twelve tribes, and when Moshe blesses the Jewish people before his passing, we do not find that either of them have blessings which are as expansive as Yitzchak's blessings were, which is fascinating. Here he's a man that by nature is a man of calculation. Uh, and yet we find that he had the greatest expansiveness when he blessed another person because he's teaching us, and that's what we're learning, a tremendous lesson, that every Jew is a, is a descendant of Yitzchak. And even when we are, for whatever reason, whether it's our, it's our nature or, or we've made a decision that in a particular situation, we want to uh, conduct ourselves in a disposition of givura, of strictness, of calculation. For example, when someone takes upon themselves a chumrah, a stringency in their observance of a mitzvah, that they're going to be extra strict. There are always different levels of observing mitzvahs and you can observe a mitzvah in a more scrupulous manner. So that is a form of actually, of givura, of strictness, to be very strict in the way I do this. So um, every Jew as a descendant of Yitzchak must remember that when, if, whether I choose to be in a disposition of a calculation and strictness, whether it's in regards to uh, an ordinary thing or whether it's in regards to an observance of a mitzvah, that I only do for myself. But when it comes to another person, we should conduct ourselves in the greatest hacham, the greatest expansiveness, and in the greatest openness, and not strictness at all, and not impose strictness on a, another person. Because strictness should be reserved for ourselves and expansion and embracing and, and bestowing uh, in, in, the, in the greatest fashion uh, possible that we should always reserve for our interaction with another person.